What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and in today's video, I'm gonna be running through my start sits at the quarterback position, heading into week four, breaking down every single week four matchup, all 16 games, talking about every single starting quarterback. Do I trust them in my lineup or do I keep them on my bench? As you guys can probably tell, we've got a different setup going on behind me. Full transparency here, I'm recording this very late, so I apologize if I'm low energy. I've been packing up all my stuff. I'm down in Tampa, so with you know the hurricane, moving stuff you know in a hotel right now so the setup is definitely not ideal pretty exhausted so if i'm low energy that is the reason but we're powering through i still want to get this out on uh what is this wednesday morning so we're going to power through we're still going to have the quarterback start sits the tight end start sit will be posted you know a few hours after this one so we're powering through if you guys do have any questions i'll still be answering all of those drop those down below in the comment section and i think we're ready to jump into the thursday night matchup where we have the Dolphins taking on the Bengals. Overall, a really solid matchup here, and I think both of these quarterbacks can be trusted. Tua has been impressive to start off the season. You know, Mike McDaniels, love what he's doing there with the weapons, getting Jalen Watt of the ball, getting Tyree Kill the ball. He's letting these wide receivers feast. Tua's been very impressive also, so I like Tua as a start. And then for the Bengals, I know some people were panicking on Joe Burrow after two weeks. I feel like the general theme of this kind of start sit specifically is going to be, you know, starting to accept some of these fringe wide receivers or fringe quarterbacks into starting options and then still, you know, giving some of these, I guess, underperforming quarterbacks a chance. Because I saw some people talking about like benching Joe Burrow for like quarterback like 18, 19, 20 last week. We got to stay patient. We drafted Joe Burrow as, you know, a mid to back end QB1 for a reason. He has the weapons around him. Supposed to be an improved offensive line. Some issues there so far, but he has a bounce back game. Once again, I think he's a start here in week four. Then moving over to the Sunday slate, we have the Vikings taking on the Saints. For the Vikings, I think you continue to fire up Kirk as, you know, a guy who's probably just outside those top 12 quarterbacks. So if you were in like a 10-team league, I wouldn't love Kirk as the starter, but you know, a 12-team league, maybe your starter went down, or even if you just rolled into the season with Kirk, I think he's more than fine as your starting quarterback. On the other side with the Saints, Jameis Winston is always going to be on that fringe of being a start or a sit. I just can't really justify him as a start here after back-to-back -back rough performances. I think if we see, you know, Jarvis, Michael Thomas, all these dudes healthy, it definitely, you know, is a better case for him. But right now, I am going to be sitting at a sit for Jameis. That leads us into the Browns taking on the Falcons. For the Browns, Jacoby Brissett is honestly coming off of a decently solid performance on Thursday night against the Steelers. Still not a situation I want to be involved in. He's definitely not someone I'm looking to play in one quarterback leagues. For uh, Marcus Mariota with the Falcons, he's always in that like Jameis Winston area. He's startable. For me, the concern here with Mariota is I thought he would give some upside and I guess, you know, a little bit of a floor with his rushing upside. But, you know, after week one, that rushing production has really, really fallen off. So the passing volume is likely not going to be great. So it just gives him limited outs to be a solid fantasy producer because I'm not starting Marcus Mariota for fantasy for his passing talent. I'm starting him because I think his passing talent can be okay, slightly below league average, but then he's going to add production on the ground. Without that ground production, it is tough to see him as a solid start. So he will be a sit you know, probably until we see that rushing upside kind of uptick. And then this next matchup, Bills-Ravens, 
a fantastic game in terms of real-life NFL, a fantastic game in terms of fantasy football quarterbacks. You're obviously firing up both Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson as high-end quarterback ones, you know, now and throughout the entire season. Then we have a divisional game between the Commanders and the Cowboys. And for the Commanders, everyone loved Carson Wentz after those first two weeks. I was getting questions like, start Carson Wentz or Lamar Jackson, start Carson Wentz or Josh Allen. People were all aboard the Carson Wentz hype train. As expected, he came back to reality against the Eagles. It happens. I still think he's someone who's, you know, probably just outside the top 12 quarterbacks. For me, starting Carson Wentz here is more about me trusting the weapons around him than it is trusting Carson Wentz. It's that I trust Terry McLaurin. I trust Curtis Samuel. I like Jahan Dotson. You've got Logan Thomas there. And I think Carson Wentz is competent enough to get these guys the ball. So do I think he's going to replicate week one or week two? No, but I think he can go out there, give you 17, 18, 19 points in this matchup against the Cowboys. On the other side with the Cowboys, I'm going to assume that Cooper Rush is starting this game. I know Dak came out and was like, he hasn't ruled out a week four return. It seems a little quick for Dak to come back. And if he did come back, maybe he's not 100%. That's just a situation we would have to reevaluate. But I'm just assuming Rush is going to be the guy. And we just can't be starting them here in week four. Next matchup is between the Seahawks and the Lions. For the Seahawks, Geno Smith is coming off of his best fantasy performance. Still not a guy can buy into. I guess fortunately for the wide receivers, the Seahawks went with a very up-tempo offense. So that's going to benefit Geno Smith. I don't think it elevates him to a start, but it's also going to help those wide receivers around him, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, which we appreciate for fantasy. For the Lions, Jared Goff was someone who I had on the fringe last week. I think I listed him as a sit last week, but then, you know, later into the week when we were seeing the Packers deal with all these injuries, the Bucks deal with all these injuries, he's definitely someone that I thought was probably startable by the time we got to Sunday. I think he's startable here. I don't think he's a top 12 guy, but 14, 15, somewhere in that range, a decent matchup here against the Seahawks. He has solid weapons around him. So I think, you know, Jared Goff, solid streaming play, or if you're in a deeper league, a solid start. Then we have the Chargers taking on the Texans. I'm going to be assuming Justin Herbert is playing in this game. He played last week. Wasn't his usual self, but still was making some like absurd throws out there. So he's definitely going to be a start here. And then sitting Davis Mills. Then we have the Titans taking on the Colts. A pretty gross like veteran quarterback matchup here. Ryan Tannehill had a decent week three. Colts offense in general just doesn't look great. For me, I'm sitting both of these dudes. I don't think they're anywhere close to startable in one quarterback leagues. Another game with a pretty rough QB matchup, Bears taking on the Giants. For the Bears, Justin Fields, it just doesn't look like it's happening here, at least for fantasy-wise. Like As a Bears fan, I was kind of disappointed in his usage through two weeks just because I want to see what they have with him. Week three, I mean, he made a few bad throws. The problem is he's not getting a ton of opportunities, so it's like he throws two interceptions on, what, like 15 pass attempts. He looks terrible. He's not really able to get into a groove, but just overall for fantasy, my perspective here, it just seems like this Bears offense is useless except for the running backs for fantasy, so he's definitely a sit. For the Giants, Daniel Jones, I think he looked really impressive on Monday night. I mean, obviously it didn't really translate to top fantasy production. They didn't win the game, and moving forward, like the weapons are just not there. You know, we saw Kenny Galladay, or not Kenny Galladay, we saw uh, Sterling Shepard go down. 
Kenny Galladay is a shell of his former self. That contract is looking brutal. He's throwing to like the top wide receivers on his team, and it's Richie James and David Sills. Like Daniel Jones, we got to stay away from him. An interesting matchup here between the Jaguars and the Eagles. All of a sudden, it looks like the Jaguars are apparently a decent football team, and I actually have Trevor Lawrence listed here as a start. Now, I do understand this is a tough matchup against the Eagles. This is the same matchup we saw Carson Wentz go up against where he came back to earth. So I don't love Trevor Lawrence as a top 12 guy, but kind of like that Jared Goff range I was talking about, I kind of just feel like this is a spot where Trevor Lawrence has turned the corner. I think this offense is not bad. And so I think Lawrence can go out, give you 17, 18 points in this matchup. Hopefully, you know, right when I switch him into a start, he doesn't revert to uh, rookie year Trevor Lawrence, but I have some confidence here with T-Law. And then for the Eagles, you're obviously firing up Jalen Hurts as a high-end QB1 rest of season. Then we have the Jets taking on the Steelers. Really not a ton here fantasy-wise for the quarterbacks. Jets, you know, it could be interesting because we could see Zach Wilson make his debut here in week four. Fantasy-wise, as someone who has a lot of Elijah Moore, that's something I'm very interested in. But, uh, you know, for starting these dudes, it's just not happening. And then for the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky, nothing going on there. That leads us into the Cardinals taking on the Panthers. I think a pretty clear start and then a pretty clear sit. Kyler's obviously in your lineup. Baker Mayfield on the other side, not looking great through a few weeks. This Panthers offense is just, it is so disgusting. Like as someone who has a lot of Christian McCaffrey, I'm not even really in on DJ Moore. I didn't think the ceiling was there, but still like I like the player. I like the talent and whether it's Baker, the coaching staff, a combination, it's just not working here for the Panthers, especially fantasy-wise. So Baker is definitely a sit. We have the Patriots taking on the Packers. For the Patriots, it looks like Mac Jones is going to be out for a little bit here, which likely leaves Brian Hoyer as uh, you know their starter. So if Mac Jones wasn't startable, Brian Hoyer is most definitely not going to be startable. And then for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is going to continue to be a start. As of right now, I can't really see him being a consistent top 12 guy just because the weapons around him are so terrible, especially at the wide receiver position. But he's kind of in a spot where he's just too good to sit. Like even with bad weapons, he's still going to give you decent production. He's not going to give you like just atrocious games where he's throwing like three interceptions. So he is going to be a start, but not someone you have, you know, super high hopes for every single week. This next matchup is actually interesting for fantasy. Broncos taking on the Raiders. Two offenses that I'd say are pretty underperforming so far, especially the Broncos. And I have Russell Wilson listed as a start. I went back and forth on this one. I originally had him as a sit. And then I was looking at some of the other options here. I was like, I gave Lawrence a start. I gave Goff a start. I feel like I got to give Russ a start going up against the Raiders. The Raiders defense has not been, you know, great at stopping quarterbacks. Who was it week one? We saw uh, Justin Herbert have a big day week one. Kyler Murray a big day week two and then Ryan Tannehill kind of got back on track in week three so you could make the argument you know two top quarterbacks in two weeks maybe Ryan Tannehill just kind of got lucky here I think if there was a game for the Broncos to look semi-competent it would be here and the main point is like the Broncos don't have to hit their offensive ceiling for Russell Wilson to be a solid start he can be you know just outside the top 12 if they're just an okay unit So that's kind of what I'm banking on here. On the other side with the uh, Raiders, actually, no, just to finish up that point on the Broncos, 
but for Russell Wilson, like he's not someone I'm married to starting. Like if you had Rodgers, I'd probably prefer Rodgers. I'll get to it, but I probably prefer Carr. Like I would prefer to not have him in my lineup, but you know, I'd rather have Russell Wilson than going on the waiver wire and trying to pick up like a Daniel Jones or someone like that. You know, so if you have Russ, he's not someone where I'm like totally panicking and like releasing him or trying to trade him for nothing. If you have him on your team, he's someone you're probably just going to have to sit on, you know, because his value is just going to grow over time. Like it can't get any lower from here. At least I hope. Uh, Like I said, for the Raiders, Derek Carr is going to be a start. Even though this Raiders offense has kind of been underwhelming, Derek Carr is still giving you decent fantasy production. So if this unit does start to click, he's definitely someone that's pretty interesting as a top 12 guy. Moving over to Sunday night football, we have the Chiefs taking on the Buccaneers. Obviously, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. And now that Tom Brady has at least a few guys to throw to, you're starting Tom Brady. His weapons have been in and out of the lineup, you know, through the first three weeks. Mike Evans for sure will be back. We don't know about Chris Godwin. Julio Jones probably going to be a game time decision again. Russell Gage has a hamstring thing going on, but he played most of that uh, week three game. To be honest, as long as we know Mike Evans is playing, I think Brady's startable. Everyone else is kind of just a cherry on top. And then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, we have the Rams taking on the 49ers. I kind of talked about it, you know, close to the beginning of the video where I said like the theme was going to be still trusting some of these quarterbacks who had underperformed. Tom Brady is one of them. Matthew Stafford is another. I really thought Matthew Stafford was just going to be a locked in, like safe back end QB1. He has not been good so far. This Rams offense has definitely underperformed. He's still in a spot where maybe he's not a locked in top 12 guy. I feel like I keep saying this, but it's like if Rodgers isn't a top 12 guy, if Stafford isn't, if Russ isn't, it's like who's filling in those spots? So, you know, maybe these guys are back end QB1s, but they're not back end QB1s in the sense where like last year you could trust a lot of these dudes. Like they're back end QB1s, but they're kind of reluctant plays. I still think in the long run, this Rams offense is going to come around. So I do think he is startable this week. And then for the 49ers, sitting Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good in his first start. We can make the argument, you know, like, oh, he didn't have the playbook. He, you know, wasn't practicing with the team throughout training camp, all of this stuff. If I'm being totally honest, I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that great of an NFL quarterback. The 49ers don't ask him to do a ton. He hasn't exactly, you know, thrived in that position never been someone you really want to throw into your lineup. So I'm not really buying into this. I just don't think he's going to be fantasy viable. You know, maybe he starts to improve a little bit and then he's like a streaming option once bye weeks hit. I like Jimmy, like I want him to do well, but for fantasy, I just don't really see it happening, especially here with the 49ers. Like he has the opportunities, he has the weapons. If it's not coming through here, you know, it's probably not going to be happening anywhere else. But that is all 16 uh, week four matchups for the quarterback position. Like I said at the top, any questions, drop those down below. If you guys want to yell at me, you know, why are you starting Russell Wilson? Why are you sitting Marcus Mariota? Let me hear it down below in the comment section. I'll get back to you, you know, maybe some deeper reasoning, or maybe, you know, you kind of heard what I said here and agree, disagree, whatever it is, let me know down below. As always, thank you guys for stopping by. Go check out my uh, tight end start sits, and I will see you guys in the next one.